Boy, I tell you, when the rains pours, and it is certainly pouring down on um, R. Kelly's head at the moment, child. The allegations just won't stop. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. And now we have, uh, on top of bribery and all these new charges and, uh, you know, things of this nature of him bribing people to make uh, fake IDs and all this and burn the phones. It bent all these allegations now. It's allegations of him touching males now. See, and I said, you know, let me tell you something. Like, so I'm going to be the first one to say that in the, in the past I've come on here and I've been an avid R. Kelly supporter because with this Jocelyn Asriel and the family thing, I saw the entire angle as, you know, money, money, money. This is exactly what I've seen it as. I've seen it as uh, parents. What they don't seem to understand is these parents who R. Kelly was uh, friends with at first were all in parts of Chicago in communities where either Kells was from that was having financial difficulty and hardship. And to meet someone like R. Kelly or something was probably a blessing. The money they probably donated to these families or whatever help he gave to these families was a blessing. And who knows what kind of environments. See, this is the thing. I don't know what kind of environments those homes were for these children. But I do believe that along the way, the parents allowed the children to be in the hands of R. Kelly. I do believe for exchange of that, there was some kind of financial compensation, whether that was I'll help pay your mortgage, you know, this, that, third, whatever it was that was discussed or whatever. I do believe that when the money stopped, that uh, and 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 they lost control somewhat in the mind, because see, I do believe these girls were controlled in in in, in essence. Uh, by the parents to see maybe they can get some money from them. Then it became this whole thing like R. Kelly's holding our children hostage. Maybe something you've been already knew, but you was turning the other way because whatever the situation is of money. So at the time, I didn't necessarily look at it so much as he snatched girls from their homes, you know what I'm saying, and forced them so much. He might have made it even seem as if, you know, the homes, a lot of these girls, and maybe more of these girls that he was supposedly preying on. You know, you know when people pray, when predators pray, they pray on the weak. You know what I'm saying? They're praying. And some people, you know, you eyes are the winds of the soul. You gotta watch for people who even have predatory eyes. There's something called like a predatory stare. You know, and there's also things called like the uh you you want to talk about the arresting bitch face. Fuck arresting bitch face. There's there's something called like a serial killer stare, kind of like um what's his name? Manson. The Manson guy. Some kind of like crazy look. Y'all gotta know what to look for sometimes in people's eyes. You know, and I say all that to say, I've come to the point where I can honestly say, even though in the past I've done episodes where I support R. Kelly, I think I've officially come to the point where I can no longer support Uncle Kells, who the person who I affectionately referred to before as Uncle Kells. I can't do it anymore. That's the allegations are getting too serious. I just came on here the other day and was talking about, well, if, you know, this woman is making these claims against the LeBron boys. Not only did she make these claims against a LeBron. She's saying Jeff Bezos has something to do with this, which, listen, they're trying to run her off right now as a mental health case or a mental basket or a net, you know what I'm saying? And she's having mental issues and mental breakdowns, which could be possible. But at the same time, I know that when it comes to this kind of stuff, especially human trafficking, R. Kelly is accused of sex trafficking. When I thought about it, I said, Lindsay. They're saying sex trafficking, human trafficking. I'm not with none of this shit. So at the end of the day, if it was, if, if the parents were giving it up, the kids up and they're getting paid. And I, 
could it have possibly been it was sex trafficking in a way because you know human trafficking don't mean that they always got to take your ass out your parents house or away from your family and out of this country and you never seen it some people are human trafficking they're very much in around in new york in some kind of state or something they just don't have lives of their own they're slaves so a majority of the time they're not allowed to go outside or this kind of thing like those girls you know what i'm saying they're kind of like handled you know kind of situation but at the same time you probably got social media pages maybe they could keep in touch with a few people and stuff like that maybe not most of them can't so it ain't everybody gets taken away and never be seen from again some people just be standing right there in some house somewhere like a brothel where people just come through all the time some people it ain't even about sex most sex is number one it could just be about labor it could be about things like uh, some people are sick and they're into a satanic sacrifice, ritual sacrifice. It doesn't have to be in the industry. I don't know why people don't believe there's a church of Satan. I don't know why people don't believe that people, uh, there's people that practice witchcraft. They'll kill even an animal for the sake of a, of a fucking spell. Now, all of a sudden, you think human sacrifice, you know. So, this, this is a heavy market. This market is bigger than organs. You know how people need organ donors? And if you can't, can't find enough organs or you're on the donor list and you're running out of time, you know people pick off people. Is the, the, the Oregon market is so big on a black market that they have, they have been so desperate for parts that they have harvested organs from dead bodies of people that have died from cancer, HIV, AIDS, uh, heart-related disease, which is illegal to do because technically the tissue of that heart, first of all, you got it from a cadaver. Okay. Second of all, the tissues of that heart can still have the disease in it. You're telling somebody that you're selling the heart to, like, I have this heart for however much mad bread. I'm sure a heart is worth so much. You see what I'm trying to say? And only to put it into somebody for them to conk out later because the heart was bad or they couldn't take the heart. But they're running out of hearts. They're running out of organs. They're running out of donors. And some people don't even know this, but there was a conspiracy at some time where donors, people, if you checked off on your driver's license that I am a donor, that they was picking off don- donors were just dying randomly. Because people on the black market was getting lists from the DMV. People worked in the DMV who was on the donor list. Because they feel these people take care of themselves and they're running out of hearts and bodies. Okay? So with this being a multi-billion dollar industry, everybody who gets accused of this, if it's a multi-billion dollar industry, it starts at the top of people who run bank. It starts at the top of people who run government so they can make it look the other way. You know? It's like I was talking about big pharma and vaccine injury. No matter how many times. If you file for vaccine injury, you know what they do? They file. They Once you file, they, they, they run the process and they pay it out. And one vaccine injury claim ain't never been paid out. You know why? Because they want to shut you the fuck up. We're sorry. Your loved one died. Your child died. Here's the money. But here's the thing. Congress, Supreme Court, never says Big Pharma. Stop. Shut it down. You done killed too many people. What they do is keep finding funding to keep paying people. File your claim. Get your money. This is blood money. Okay? The, the government never says, Congress never says, we have got to do something about this epidemic called the pharmaceutical company. No. They're just going to sit there and look the other way. They're never going to blame doctors. The pharmaceutical companies are protected by law. So every time people have to pay off a vaccine injury and they get lawyers to sue a vaccine injury, guess who never gets penalized? Big Pharma. Why? Because they're protected. So what I'm trying to tell you, most of the most slanderous things that's going on in this world is protected by people on top of money we don't see behind the scenes. This girl said she was uh, in sex. Uh, we told them sex trafficking with R. Kelly. Going back to R. Kelly. This is technically sex trafficking. It wouldn't matter how he got them girls. If it wasn't the normal way, like you met them, 
whether it was a Tinder or some kind of adult page or met them in real life. And then she said, well, we should try. My dream was to always have a relationship where it's me and a guy and another girl. And I, if they didn't talk like that as regular people on the street and agreed and consented, so yeah, something really odd went here. And how the fuck can we keep ignoring this allele angle? God bless the dead. I hate they keep bringing her up in this shit. Let her rest. But also on top of this with the allele angle, to me, it's like, all right, boom. All right, uh, 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 he was married to her, supposedly. If he wasn't married to her, there was something very wrong going on there. Like, I don't give a fucking, you know, age ain't nothing. But yeah, we know. But, but what was really going on there? And then at some point, you got to, listen, I ain't trying to point fingers at Aaliyah's family, but I know that her manager was her uncle, and I know that he knew about this, and he probably would be around her more than her mother and father was because, yeah, they're her parents, but the manager is with you everywhere you go, you know, all the time. So I'm trying to figure out who in the hell, who, you know, at some point, some somebody, somebody, some adult somewhere felt it was okay to let R. Kelly be around their children for whatever reason. Filthy Lucas sake or whatever. The oddest relationship ever. And the one that we can't never really get no real clear answers on till this day, you know. He the only one that's going to tell you it was innocent and it was beautiful and it was all of this. The family don't even damn near want to talk about it. Hell, he had damn near. Nobody even talk. The only indication you had is him. And he will tell it as it was something beautiful and whatever, you know. I can't support it. The reason I get upset as well, and I don't mean to say this in a way that sounds like, oh, uh, male victims are more believable than female victims. Not true. I believe I pretty much, unless it sounds like, fuck, come on. Some shit just sounds like it just sounds like what it sounds like. Come on, come on. Unless it just straight sounds like that. I'm not that person. But when I think about it, and when I think about males that come forward and say, I was touched, or like when the Eddie Long situation happened with the pastor and the Beast Boys came forward, the reason why society kind of backs and stands with them, I don't want to say a little bit more, but see, you got to remember with women, it's a lot of false claims that get mixed in with uh, real. And you have a lot of people who, even if it's real, get ridiculed. And so they already, women get a stigma, but you still should fight for women. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I want to make that very clear. But when the males come out, when the young boys come out, when the males come out, you have, we stand by them better because it's harder for them to say it. I'm trying to tell you, when you go through all the statistics of even child molestation or anything of this nature, they're going to tell you the most underreported, they, these are the statistics that they have, and they're always high, but they always admit that it's, it could be underreported because male victims are least likely to speak out because of the stigma and the stereotype that uh, they're weak, they would be weak or soft, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it, uh, it's embarrassing, you know, that kind of thing, and so they keep it to themselves. I have male friends that have shared with me that they had uh been sexually assaulted okay touched by uh somebody that they knew nine times it was a relative a, a, a older uncle or something like that a older cousin um a male okay um and some of them i'm just gonna be honest with you came out to be a members of lgbtq community i'm just gonna be honest with you but in my mind I'm not saying there's a correlation between that and males and what their sexuality is growing up, but I do find, I can, I'm not going to tell you my numbers, but I find that from the ones that have shared that with me, um, and ones that have shared that with me who are straight, it seems like the ones that was under that influence a little bit longer. I mean, some of them was two and a half years, they told me of this abuse. Some of these people, it happened one time when they were way over here. It was maybe like a family get together, something like that, or twice in a lifetime. Sure, it was traumatic, but it was ongoing. I found that the ones that was ongoing ended up going to other. Now, there's a lot of people say born that way, and I don't want to bring that up to, to, to discredit it. But I feel like there's a possibility in my mind that 
What happens to a young child if you're touched for the first time sexually, inappropriately, by the opposite sex? Your psychological mind not only is it is only is going into a trauma, but you have to understand for that child now that is in their mind, whether they understand it or not, a subconscious first time sexual experience. Okay? And if that abuse keeps going on for a while, subconsciously in the mind, sexual experience is understood as this. Maybe not necessarily with this person, but maybe with this sex. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't want to admit that. I remember Don Lemon on CNN was talking about these things as well. They had did a study and said a lot of women who were touched as children grow up to be sometimes a majority of them, not everyone, not everyone, I don't want to say that, but they grow up to be um, super sexually charged or maybe a little bit more promiscuous. No, not necessarily predatory to do the same thing to somebody else, although that's not necessarily left out. Okay, but definitely they will be the type to probably be more a little bit permit and don't really understand why because subconsciously in their mind something unhappened. Okay, now going back to R. Kelly, I don't just can't support him anymore. I just don't know that I'm. I just can't. I just, listen at this point. I said, listen, I, I can't take it. <laughs> I cannot take it. I cannot take any of this anymore. Okay, and I'm humanitarian to that. I don't understand what's going on here, but listen, too much. You know what I'm saying? Too much. Like I, and then they said they have it on tape. Which I remember one of the first days before people were saying it could have been old, whatever. I still believe that. I still will say that I believe the Jocelyn Azriel thing, it was a team effort. That thing, they put them kids into damn sex trafficking with Kells, whether they considered it sex trafficking or not. I think, like, they just looked the other way when the money got dry. They, mm. Same thing with the Robeson family and the other boy that was coming from Mike. No, I do not believe they were touching them boys. But they was all very clear in the documentary. All I keep hearing is that when we was with Michael, everything was okay. He used to call us all the time. She was like, we used to go on vacation. He used to put us in, like, whole suites. And when you when they was with Mike, they used to tell you, they used to be very clear. Like, when you were with Mike, you, you are, are, like, you feel like you're with the king or royalty as far as sound to the atmosphere that y'all be in. Down to every room. You, we see Neverland, like, everything is extravagant. Everything is so nice. And then they said that when he started getting along with other people's families and stuff like that and sometimes wouldn't call that much it would hurt their feelings almost like it was like a relationship like my boyfriend's not calling me anymore like the mothers would talk like that and I told you one of those one of those mothers of the two boys you have to remember she got so obsessed with the lifestyle and the, and the fact that Mike could make her son famous that she kept leaving and leaving to go chat with Mike sometimes she would pull her boy out of school I mean yeah I mean Pull your son out. You did that. Mike can't do that. Pull her whole son out of school and travel with him. Leave her son, leave her husband behind. It got to the point the man kept saying, damn, like, do you, do you remember you have a family here at all? And she's like, well, you know, for the sake of the boy and this Mike. And bitch, he, she basically, she said, nigga, I got a chance to be out here in this world living this lavish-ass fucking lifestyle. Not sitting here cooking and cleaning and shit. I'm taking the boy and we going over here. Not saying that her and Michael was in a relationship, but it was for a lifestyle she had. They had become accustomed to. Mike took care of him. They had become accustomed to that. Fast forward, eventually that wife says she's going to leave with the boy to go to America because Mike lived where in California, Neverland Ranch. She didn't go live there with them, but she went to live to America to be closer and for him to have more opportunities. That woman depressed her husband down so much that he ended up committing suicide, okay? Not because Mike was touching the boy. That wasn't the reason. It's because she just was so caught up in this lifestyle. Fast forward to when they started saying they didn't want to like Mike no more. Mike changed. He started hanging out with other families, other families who wanted other boys to probably, you know, be successful and come up under him or whatever, be under his influence. And they said they would go to the house one time. They seen another family there. And they was like, who's this family? Who, who, who the fuck running down on my money? No, no, no. We don't need, like, you know, we don't, what, 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 what
some people don't want to go back. You know, from the reviews that shit. He went back to, and he went to sugar. A lot of people don't want to go from sugar to shit. I said, going from sugar to shit is not great. That's downgrade. Who does eat? Who the fuck is this running down on my money? And then slowly but surely, they got cold less and stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I feel like when that well ran dry, niggas got mad and tight. And they said, what the fuck do we do? And I do believe that. I just do believe that. I'm sorry. I also believe that if Mike continued on to fight in 93 and didn't settle, the same thing would have happened. That happened 10 years later, I think in like a 2000, 2003 or 2002, whatever year that was, when he, when he got acquitted of one telling counts, because come on, even Macaulay Culkin came out and said, stop it, stop it now. You know what I'm saying? So that's and even Bill, you know, because it's not they're not saying said so much is predatory, but I'm I'm I still support Bill, but you know now when I'm going back to this thing with Dark Kelly, I said I can't ain't any more kills. Your shit too bad. It's too bad. It's too bad. It's too bad. Why I gotta take me? Because when I think about it, like sex trafficking, I'm because I'm getting more. Remember, I'm getting more knowledgeable, spotting it. You, I told you I've been reading up on human trafficking. I did all of that in the previous episode talking about LeBron. That's why I know, I know it's not that far fetched. People at the top are parts of these things. This is ran by people with big time money. And if first to be a multi-billion dollar, you got there's people out there that know what they're doing. Not only are they doing it well, but they're getting away with it. So some form or branch of government somewhere helping people. What about Pizzagate? What about Pizzagate? That one we keep acting like Pizzagate is not a real fuck. Pizzagate was a real thing. Hillary could have won that fucking election it was not for fucking WikiLeaks. See? That's some creepy shit, bitch. And they accuse politicians. Stop thinking. <laughs> Even I had to wake up with Kells. Like, hold on, wait a minute. And I feel like I think they, they just knew that Kells was sexually charged. They probably said, look, this is what we could just what happens sometimes. We could make this tackle. Like I say, I don't give a fuck. When you get in the industry, you know, you on top of me. I mean, we access to the best thing, the best wine, the best alcohol, best water, best cocaine, if that's what you even want. Stop playing with me. Best bundle, best this, best that. And then you got, you, you could get into some sick shit. Y'all be thinking, um, what was that shit called? So that movie where overseas millionaires come to to watch people get uh, tortured. Y'all be thinking that shit don't exist. You be thinking that you think that doesn't exist. You know those movies with like safe rooms where 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 uh, people think they're going one place and then they get trapped up in a safe room and then people are dying along the way. They thought they went from one thing to y'all think that shit is a joke. It is a really dark market out there for people with money that like blood sport. And there's another dark market for that, for people that like to just sacrifice. You don't think people sacrifice human? Do you know there's people out there that still eat human flesh? I understand the world that you live in, darling, but you still have to understand what else is out there. You don't have to be into it, but it's out there. So when I think about Kelly, I'm like, child, I might have been disappointed in my soul this motherfucking time. We do not support monsters, you know? I don't want nobody. I, that's just... I believe them girls was mind-fucked Jocelyn Azrael by R. Kelly and their parents. I don't believe that R. Kelly took it for their parents and their parents was right. I believe their parents allowed a lot. I believe they that, that R. Kelly allowed a lot. I think that of both of their abusers are on both sides of the abode. If you look at, okay, if they had to pick which was the, you know, you just say pick your poison. If they had to pick their poison, they, they chose Kells. He was poisoned. The parents was poisoned. But probably the parents was more poisoned, so they still with Kells. Somehow, it was a Stockholm. I'm starting to see this as Stockholm. I have to see it that way. It's okay to wake up a little later, you know. I never really said anything against the girls. Except for when Jocelyn and Azrael started fighting each other, when their stories started falling apart because they couldn't keep that apartment together no more. 
And then you started to see how they just really wasn't as united as it seemed. Probably because the money was running out as well. But they need help. You know, Jocelyn and Azrael are going to need some serious, if they haven't already gone to some kind of therapy or something. Because those girls were victims of human trafficking and some kind of sex trafficking by R. Kelly. And I actually can say that now. Yeah. And it's okay. That's okay. That I can just, you know, not okay that he did that. It's okay to be like, I was wrong. I really believe I was wrong now. And I'm disappointed as fuck. Talking about leave my Uncle Kelly's alone. Hmm. I think Uncle Kelly needs help too. He needs help. Yeah, serious thoughts on me right now. I'm like, this is crazy. But then that's all I got to say on that. So you all, I love you. And I think I'm going to be back on a little uh, later on this morning. Because already after three. Okay, see you guys next time. Love you. Chop squanter.